Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I have a few questions to ask of you today, and it begins with Do you need a source of stability in a very unstable world? That's the question. At least that's the first question. Do you need a source of stability in a very unstable world? I personally would answer that by yes. I would say yes, I do. Uh, And the second question is, what is your source? And that's a great question because uh, the, the sustainability that I'm looking for uh, is my, my health, specifically my physical health, my mental health, my spiritual health, and my financial health. So the source to that stability would would be my Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. And the last question is, is that sustaining? And I can unequivocally say, yes, it is. Uh, from From reading of scripture, attending mass, communicating with clergy, laymen, and all sorts of people of faith, it provides a very good sustaining source of stability. And uh, having said that, I know that you may mock God or religion uh, that isn't really something that's real or tangible but I can tell you uh, that it is and the more you immerse yourself in it the more passionate you become and I think that's like anything else you know whether it's good or evil, you know, the more you immerse yourself into doing something, uh, the more accepted it becomes, the easier it is, the the um, more of a, I guess, what I'm, the word I'm looking for is uh, a, a sustainability, really. Um, whether someone turns to alcohol and drugs or reckless driving, you know, whatever it may be, you know, uh, reading books, um, you know, meditating. There's, there's all sorts of things. You need to find your source, folks. Once you find your source, you have to make sure it's a sustaining source. And you can't go wrong with a divine source. Even to my non-believing friends out there. Uh, it's it's true.
uh, you can call it the universe or whatever whatever substitute you want to use because ultimately God is in control as far as our friend Darren Hardy today uh, Darren Daly title was three ways to 100 times your learning effectiveness and he says as leaders we all suffer from what is called the law of familiar familiarity <laughs> I can say that familiar familiarity familiarity we're not cutting this at four minutes and 40 seconds we're going to leave <laughs> leave that outtake, which is an intake, uh, but you get you get <laughs> you get the point on that. Um, we all suffer from that law. Me is pronunciation uh, <laughs> for the most part, but step number ten is creating growth groups, and you want to go on a learning journey together, even if it's just with one other person. Uh, the program or concept should be instilled by a third party. You don't want to have someone near and dear uh, to the family, to the corporation, to the company, to the firm, to the employees. You want it to be a third party. You are not any longer an expert or listened to, for that matter, by the people closest to you. So that's the incentive. Um, an out-of-town expert is needed. And what they're saying is, you know, and Darren kind of laments about the fact that even for his own team, he has to hire an outside source to come in and teach things to the, to the A-team that maybe are inferior to what Darren teaches, but it may get through to them on a uh, deeper level because it's from the outside. You know, and I think you all can relate to that in one, one way or another. Uh, and there are three keys that Darren wanted to talk about. And key number one was you want to provide the training in the environment they have to apply it in. So in other words, you don't want to go off-site or anything along those lines. You want it in the same type of environment uh, where they have to apply that. And if they have to go off-site, you know, make sure it's as, as similar as best can be to the environment that they will be applying this in. And key number two is the training can't be like a one and done type scenario. You know, it needs a sequence of time. There's, you know, week one of six, you know, something like that. Uh, the success in general is essentially 10% learning knowledge and 90% activity knowledge and I'm sure you folks have heard that in some shape or form that 
success is you know is, is 10% learning 90% activity um, you can substitute success with a number of other words and you know the the learning and the activity uh, is the same ratio and you learn by doing you know some people can gather notes day after day like myself <laughs> and not apply any of it not like myself uh, so you need to learn by actually doing and implementing and key number three it's not knowledge training it is behavioral training that you need you know behavior is the only is only trained by doing something sequenced over intervals of time with group pressure competition and accountability you know behavior is is the key and that's where you want to train the behavior more so than the knowledge and Darren uh, left us on that note and he gave us 10 great steps uh, especially for folks that lead a team company a department folks that have leadership uh, responsibility there's there's a lot of good points to go through over these past 10 steps in today's quote uh, I think it was motivate us is the dot com is how do we change the world do we do it by relationships our outlook on life how do we do it how do we change the world how do we change relationships how do we change our outlook on life well it's very simple it's one random act of kindness at a time that's all you don't have to worry about 1037 acts of kindness just one one moment that's all it takes and they say Morgan Freeman quoted that which I thought was neat he's a um, an actor and Shawshank Redemption is what I know him fondly from a uh, black older actor um, and I think he's a man of great faith if I'm not mistaken I may be but anyhow that was that was nice and our story for today I don't think it's a fable I think it's more of a story it's about the boy who lost his temper so you can understand that the theme is about anger and a father had a son who had a very bad temper and he lost his temper often so his father decided to have his son pound a nail into the fence every time he lost his temper so anytime during the day where his son would 
lose his temper, be angry, flip out, whatever have you, he was to pound a nail into the fence. And he, in one day, was up to 37 nails in one day when he finally said, you know, we have to do something about this, talking to himself. And he finally decided to curb his temper, his emotion, and to let it float away, if you will. And he finally decreased it to the point where there were no nails being driven into the fence. And he was very excited and told his dad about it. His dad said, that is fantastic. Now what I want you to do is every day without driving a nail, I want you to take out a nail for every temper-free day that you have. And after several weeks, the boy came to his father and said, all of the nails are out of the fence. So the dad took the boy and showed him the fence. And the fence had a lot of deformities, if you will. His dad said, look at all the holes. And they represent the unrepairable damage your words and actions have had on others. You can kill people with your words. And it was a very um, powerful statement and message altogether. And, you know, the moral is don't say things that you may later regret. You know, some things in life you're unable to take back. And sometimes you run into people that are unforgiving. And even though you may be forgiven by God, that person may have a tough time forgiving you. So we have to recognize what we say sometimes is just as important as what we do. And I thought that was a good message. I really did. And it was, um, I don't know the site that I found it on, but they were um, pretty decent messages. So, what we have in store for tomorrow is a mystery. And the reason I say that is because I don't know what Darren's going to be talking about because he did his, his 10 steps already. So, We'll see. So hopefully, Lord willing, I'll be in touch with you tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.